The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. From the 28, pressure, pass. Oh, that's going to do it. Higgins somehow able to get that. Reception with Joshua Williams all over him. And that should do it. This was Joe Cool under pressure, under duress, having to throw with a guy standing right on top of you into the middle with the game on the line, and he made it look easy. Williams trying to guard Higgins there, and Higgins showing why he's turning into one of the top receivers in the game as well. Right there with Chase. That was good defense by Williams, but wow, the Bengals have just beaten the Chiefs three straight times. You did not think you'd hear anyone ever say that. All of them by three points. And we are back on Buffa, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever you're listening. Thank you so much for listening during the week. This is very unorthodox for me. I'm used to the weekend. Uh, (laughs) But you know what? I'm here for you guys. I'm here for your... Monday, um, whether you're starting it early or you're beginning it late, I'm here for you guys, and I'm here to talk bills. I'm here to talk about my fantasy tonight. (laughs) Uh, Fantasy football was just going left and right. It was was hard because I needed to 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 score, but I didn't need him to score too much. And then I need San Fran uh, to score something, and, you know, they did their thing. They got the fumble return. Uh... But behind all of this, Kansas City loses. And the bottom line is this. The Buffalo Bills are the number one seed in the AFC right now. I gave up on this. I I legitimately gave up on the Buffalo Bills becoming the number one seed for the rest of the season. Because I, I just didn't think it was plausible. I didn't think it was a reality. I didn't think, I didn't think anything could really go our way based off of how the Kansas City Chiefs were playing and how the Bills were just basically going into a downward spiral with injuries and you name it, right? But it's funny how this just ushered in, I feel like, a a, a new wind, a second wind into this team, if you will. I feel like it's happening. Because if it's happening to us fans, you know for a fact it is happening to these players. Things are changing. Speaking of changes, uh, guys, I no longer live in the desert. I am living in the great Northeast. 
uh, not directly with Bills fans, more closer to Jets and Philly fans. But I will tell you what, the food is fantastic. I missed really good Italian food. I missed real pizza. Um, I have yet to try their their wings out here, but I will say New Jersey people in South Jersey are absolutely fantastic. They're the sweetest people I've met in a very long time. Super hospitable. Um, so yeah, I just got stationed out here, and um, so it, it's it's it literally, guys. Think about this: Nevada, Colorado. I, I literally went all the way through seventy, all the way across. It was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I missed I I missed a lot of bad weather. I dodged. Um, you know, some snow before and after the trip, but man, I will tell you what, it has been a whirlwind and you know, it's, it's so crazy, right? Like it, and that's kind of what's been happening with the bills. It's a whirlwind. And then you finally settle down and things start to go in the direction you hope. And this team has been through so much. Um, my God, uh, since the beginning of this McDermott era, it has not been easy on any front. And they've had to earn every single inch of what they have in this organization right now. So I I think that's one of the things that uh, people don't understand about this organization, about, you know, more importantly, us Bills fans, right? Um, You'll hear me on the show talk in a way where, yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, you're being too hard on the Bills or whatever have you. Um, No, I mean, this is a podcast, number one. It's about football. I'm not going to sit here and just be a fanboy all day long. I'm going to get excited. I, obviously, I'm human. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we all do that, right? When we're watching the Bills play, I mean, we're critical of certain things or whatever have you. I do not dive so deep as to basically lose myself in the absolute details because here's the reason. Um, I really do think at the end of the day, this team is built to be a contender. It's going to literally, it, it'll, it'll literally take... Josh Allen being out for the rest of the year and Sean McDermott getting fired for this team to derail forever. You know, never see this team. It's never going to see the light of day again. Um, I I just really feel like the way this organization is built, it's built to last. It's built to weather storms. And uh, that's the reason you saw Brandon Bean stress depth over and over and over. Um, and man, let me tell you, just just taking away uh, some things from what I just was watching today on Sunday. I'm recording this Sunday, recording this Sunday night for you guys to hear in the morning. But um, man, the NFL is such an interesting thing to watch, how it can transpire throughout an entire couple of weeks. I mean, literally, it just got flipped upside down. And... I, I, for one, I'm not saying this, oh, because I was right or whatever have you, like nothing like that. I just, I never thought Cincinnati was just out of the race this year. I really didn't. Um, this, this is huge for the AFC. See, people don't understand certain teams winning really mess with the hierarchy and, uh, the predictions throughout the year. And teams like the Bills, the Bengals, the Cowboys, the Niners, whenever those teams are up and running and they're doing well and they're pulling upsets, it it shifts the landscape of the NFL. And that's what we're experiencing right now. Miami is is now behind Buffalo two games. 
I'd say game and a half, two games, whatever, however you want to see it. Um, Kansas City is right behind Buffalo now. Lamar Jackson just got hurt. Cincinnati faces Buffalo on Monday night in, in, in a couple of weeks. And the Bills basically just have to take care of business in their division and win a, win a Monday night football game. They can not only clinch their division before the last game of the season, but there's a strong possibility now with how Kansas City got exposed. The Bills could see themselves clinching the number one seed before they even play the Patriots at the end of the year. I'm saying it's possible because what Cincinnati is showing everyone is that you don't need a Travis Kelsey on the other side or a Patrick Mahomes on the other side to beat this team. You just have to be smarter than Andy Reid and get pressure with four. However... That is, I am not a, I'm not a coach. I'm not on by any means a, 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 a statistician and NFL analytics. But what I will say is if you can do those things, uh, you're in business and, and, and Cincinnati is for some wild reason, I I'm watching this game and I, I can't take anything else out, but that wide receiver two matters. And, they're fig- they they just figured out how to combat Steve Steve Spagnola's defense and it, it is it blew my mind away how they basically just dictated the entire game. Um, defensively, obviously showing up big, uh, you know, sacking Mahomes whenever he scrambles and tries to do his little magic, out you know, getting out of the pocket. I, it's just insane stripping the ball from Travis Kelsey. I'm talking too much about this game. Well, it was a big game. It was a big game. Um, And now we're seeing on the other side in the division where Tua is showing his true colors. Get pressure. He can't see the middle of the field. He can't, he can't, he can't navigate this offense. He becomes lackluster and abysmal when it matters most. He'll give you the big play, but it goes to show you that is, it's not going to cut it to win this division. Um, Insane. So much to digest. So much to figure out. But look at this. The Bills' opponents that are left right now are here as follows. The Jets, the Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, and Patriots. And the Jets, obviously, fourth down. uh, White throws a pick. You kind of see it coming the entire game. They don't have... They don't have a guy. Maybe they have one in the they have one in the making. This rookie, but it, it doesn't seem as though you can trust anyone at the quarterback position in that organization for the next couple of years, unless they can get a guy at number one. Excuse me, at wide receiver one to really help carry this offense the way a Stephon Diggs, a DeAndre Hopkins. I can go on for hours about that because I've talked about that over and over and over. But um, look, the reality is right now, the Bills can only beat themselves. Like literally the only team that can, that can derail this number one seed that I, I see as the biggest threat are the Bengals. 
I don't see the Jets as a threat. I don't see the Dolphins as a threat. I don't care about the Bears game. Uh, Bill Belichick is a shell of himself without Tom Brady. He doesn't know what he's doing. He has a defensive coordinator calling offensive plays. Um, this is what it feels like when you have a team that is built to last from top to bottom. The Bills are the number one seed in the AFC, and Micah Hyde is not playing. Von Miller will be out the next couple of weeks. This That's going to be an interesting development. see how that happens. But I... <laughs> just think about this, though, right? I, I know it's an obvious thing to talk about, but look, if they went out, they not only win the division, but the playoffs run through the blistery, windy, snowy, cold, Labot blue drinking beef on wex serving best chicken wing you'll ever have in your life with blue cheese on the side buffalo like if this happens i'm gonna feel like i'm on cloud nine it's it's so it's so it it would be so incredible and obj if you're listening sign with america's real team because you won't be loved forevermore than if you were a Buffalo Bill. Brings me to my next point here. Talk about winning out. The Bills cannot win out unless wide receiver two steps up. So going back to that point I was talking about with this Bengals game, plain and simple, T. Higgins literally helped carry that offense with Jamar Chase. The Bengals legitimately survived as contenders you cannot count this team out they are incredible they they have survived and are still contenders while jamar chase was hurt and he was out t higgins helped carry this team hayden hurst joe mixon now he's hurt um they have a great running game they're coming together with the offensive line joe burrow is magical it's 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 insane just seeing how calm and cool he is I I just wonder what that matchup is going to be against Buffalo I mean it's going to be it's going to be very interesting uh it's going to be a game that I think every single person on the planet will be watching if they like football but look wide receiver two like I I just I can't stress it enough you see the difference you see how teams play you they, they try to stunt. They try to do whatever they can with their front four because they have no choice but to drop back into coverage. And I feel like this is what we were hoping for um, at this point in time of the season is to have that position figured out. OBJ was just icing on the cake. Well, now it looks like OBJ is going to... If he comes to Buffalo, he's going to be part of the cake rather than the icing because I think it's the other way around. I think Gabe Davis is the icing on the cake if we can get OBJ in here. And it's great to have a guy like Gabe Davis pop off. Um, But clearly, once they really get a solid cornerback, whether if he's CB1 or CB2 on this guy, he just he doesn't show up how you perceive him to be. Does he need to develop more? Probably in a lot of different areas, but um, 
he's a different wide receiver. I, I think like you look at a guy like Mike Williams or Mike Evans, um, you know, big, tall guys. They they just they're not as nimble on their feet getting in and out of breaks. They're they're aggressive, they're strong. Um they'll win the one on one for you. And and that's the thing. It's like that's kind of what Gabe Davis is built for. And he's built for the deep ball as well, don't get me wrong. But um, he's built for big moments. I think Gabe Davis is a big moment wide receiver in the making. But right now, the Bills, if they're going to win a Super Bowl this year, they have to sign OBJ. They have no choice. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Khalil Shakir is an emerging. Isaiah Hodgins popped off today. Um, I don't, I don't, I really don't know what to make up with this wide receiver room still at this point. Um, it's being carried by Stefan Diggs with an occasional stellar reception from Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, and, and, you know, I know there's been a lot of hate towards Dawson Knox, but you know, it it's Dawson Knox is not Gronk. Um, he's not Travis Kelsey. He's his own. He's his own type of tight end, and uh, he has amazing hands, and he has definitely come up big in a lot of moments in this year, and we need to respect that. I think there's just a lot that goes into uh, preparation. You know, I've been I've been doing a lot of research as far as you know how players prepare, um, just just for games, right? Um, it is absolutely wild to think that they are literally preparing up until the day that they face these teams even if it's the bottom of the barrel in the league to to the creme de la creme um i've been i've been researched player after player after player uh, ray lewis tom brady cam newton uh, Chris Carter, Randy Moss. You, I literally have been researching and and finding all these interviews, finding all this information. Uh, you know, reading. Uh, you know what reporters have have gotten from a lot of these guys throughout the years, and they, like the guys that you still talk about today, are are preparing up until the day that they're facing these teams. So we got it. We got to cut some slack as Bills fans on, look, yes, it's their job. They're not just going out there playing patty cake and, you know, treating this game like the like the last game they just played. No, there's a lot of preparation that goes in game in, game out. That's why I, I have a ton of respect for um, what these players do and, and the sport in general. I think that, you know, some people see it black and white and, you know, if you get a quarterback that's just athletic and can run around, blah, 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 blah. No, it's... It's, it's more complicated than that. Um, 
is it easier for quarterbacks that run around and, and, and more importantly, just players that can improvise on the fly? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, because when things break down and they're more athletic, they can make plays happen. Josh Allen does it all the time. But when the going gets tough, you better have hope to have studied film enough to know what you're going up against. And I think that um, this year teams are prioritizing a lot on Dawson Knox, a lot on Gabe Davis, even Isaiah McKenzie at this point, and they're living and dying with whatever they have to deal with with Stephon Diggs. It's a bonus if he if he gets less than 100 yards a game for those teams, for any opposing team typically. But um, th- this is why having another veteran in the room is so important, and I'm talking about OBJ right now. Uh, I am noticing that these guys still need time. And it's time. It's time for the Bills to make one final splash in this last stretch. Five games left. Number one seed on the line. Everyone has doubted you because of injury and, and Josh Allen lost. He's already lost in the MVP race. It's already Patrick. Like, it, there's so many storylines that are, it, it just, they stink. You have to run into them every single day. Like, you know what? Let's get the number one seed. Let's heal up along the way. And let's see for the first time in a long time the playoffs run through Buffalo. Just absolutely incredible. What an incredible situation. So excited to hear Tony Romo next week. Jim Nance, uh, you know, with this Jets game coming up. It look Jets are seven and five. They're no joke. I, I have I have been one of the people that will tell you that the Jets are no joke, but I am gonna say I think the Bills are gonna be well prepared. I see a blowout happening. I got it 42-10. I got that game 42-10. We're gonna talk about it more later in the week. Um I, I do seriously believe that the Bills are going to take it up a notch. Take it up another notch. Because if they win these next couple of weeks, just the next three games, they're basically going to lock up the division. Um, Here we go. I, and I can't wait for this Bills-Bengals game. I cannot wait for this Bills-Bengals game. Um, it's going to be interesting, too, obviously, seeing Miami come to Buffalo. Hopefully it's nice and cold and frigid. Uh, and, and, you know... They, they they get payback for making the Bills sit in the sun in that heat for as long as they did. Let's see how they play in the cold, bitter cold of all colds. That is Buffalo, New York. And uh, let's see if they can execute their game plan then. But uh, we're, we're going to break We're going to break some things down later in the week. Uh, typically, my show is on Friday. But uh, guys, thank you again for joining me so much on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. It's it's an honor to be part of this um, part of this unit. I call it a unit it's because, man, there's so many so many levels to uh, getting all these podcasts done, vidcasts, you name it. Um, just so excited for the rest of this season. Thank you again for joining me on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. Again, my name is Steve Vega. You can listen to me every single weekend. Uh, unless something pops up, we have Breaking Buffalo Rumblings and the shows kind of switch around like they did last week with the Thursday night game. Um, but yeah, for your pregame show, 
everything you guys want to hear before we get into the weekend. You guys can listen to me then at BuffHub, B-U-F-F-H-U-B on Twitter. I am on there. I am active. And um, to all the first responders, right, and all the military out there, I salute you. Thank you for all that you do for our country and our communities. You guys stay safe out there and enjoy this victory week. Let's go Bills.